0: Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Elland. Hodgkin's lymphoma is a cancer of the lymphatic system, which is part of your immune system. In Hodgkin's lymphoma, cells in the lymphatic system grow abnormally and may spread beyond the lymphatic system itself. As Hodgkin's lymphoma progresses, it compromises your body's ability to fight infection. Our guest today had Hodgkin's lymphoma, Underwent conventional treatment, but what cleared her of the disease was cannabis oil. And joining us from the UK to tell her story is Gail Wilkie. Take us through the process of how you were diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma.
1: Um, I, I found a, a lump under my arm, um, and I, I just presumed it were—you know—it didn't go after so long. So I thought I might need antibiotics, or so I went to my GP, um, and then they referred me to hospital, and they quickly, quite quickly, diagnosed with me, me for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, that must have been I a didn't heck, at the time know anything. You know, I didn't know what it was. I, I still didn't even know it was cancer. <laughs> I'd, I'd never heard of it called Hodgkin's lymphoma. You know, so it, yeah, it was a shock.
0: It must have been a hell of a shock for you to find out uh, a yeah. little lump under your arm and then you have cancer. Yeah, yeah, very much so. To what treatment did you undergo?
1: Um, at first I got told um, it was the easiest to get rid of and just it had only just moved from the first area. Um, so they said six-month chemo. I ended up having 11 different chemos because I couldn't get rid of it every one of them failed and a stem cell transplant as well
0: that also failed wow what was chemo like for you
1: um different chemos you know were different um the the first one weren't too bad the second one horrific um and then just about horrific after that, to be fair.
2: <laughs> so when you say not so, too bad, Gail, what's not too bad mean? Does that mean you're just a little queasy and you lost your hair or?
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, obviously I, I lost my hair. Yeah. Um, just feeling a little bit off it and tired with the first one really. But the second one, I actually felt like I was going mad. Um, I felt like it were in my head. It was strange. um, It it just felt, it it was just awful, you know, like I just had a bad head constantly, but so bad I could feel it up my neck, just, it was just awful. Um, And then a a lot of pains, Um, you know, we're putting the chemo into my veins, Um, I was getting a lot of pain, they just put me on tramadol and, you know, anything just, it was just a matter of, just to stop the pain, they had to get it in, so to take whatever forgive me to kind of stop the pain
0: how many months did you undergo chemo gail
1: oh um all together um it was i was it was march when i started my chemo 2014 um and
0: just roughly Must, must have felt like a lifetime though
1: uh, yeah yeah it did feel like a lifetime, yeah, because it was going straight from one chemo to the next. it was just constant for wait two year, two and a half year um yeah, not
0: good, so you uh, had eleven different chemos, so they were they looking yeah. for uh, a particular chemo that would actually kill the cancer or get rid of it or Minimise.
1: Um Yeah. Yeah. None of them would um none of them would work. The they must have a, you know, their own protocol to follow um certain chemos, you know, what were for Hodgkin's lymphoma? And they told me, you know, I was running out of options every time it was going further on, nothing were working. So
2: Were you looking for any
1: alternatives
2: while while you were going through these rounds of chemo, or were you just kind of I mean, you know, I think a number Not at of first. Yeah, you just sort of but, believe um, that it's going to work via what the doctor says.
1: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I didn't realize I had any other option at that time at, the, at first. It wasn't until the doctor was actually saying, "Look, we're on, we're on the last go here. Um, nothing else has worked. We're running out of options." Uh, you know, and I thought this is. So it's not how it's supposed to be going. You know, it originally told me six-month chemo would be gone, no problem, don't worry. Um, and many were telling me we're running out of options. So at that point, I did start, you know, going on Internet, researching. I, I just felt that there had to be something. There had to be something out there. And I was surprised at what I found. I really was. Although it's not available, the information's not available to people, You know, you don't hear it. It's it's on the Internet. If you go on the Internet and you you search things up, you find out that there actually is things you can do.
0: When the doctors told you they were running out of options, did they tell you that you were running out of time as well? Did they put, say, you had a couple of years left? They did?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They gave me 12 to 18 months. How old were you at that point? 40.
2: Wow. Two children. Oh, my goodness.
0: 12 to 18 months.
2: Yeah, what's going through your head at that time? No way.
1: <laughs> I just thought, no way. I can't. I, thought, I'm I have going kids. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm going nowhere. I'd promised them that you know I promised them, mommy we're going to be fine. I, I, I know it probably weren't a good thing to say, obviously, but um, I'd, I'd already said it. I'd already promised them, so I'd. There was no way i was going anywhere.
0: No, when you decided that you weren't going to undergo the final chemo treatment. Is that how it
1: yeah, unfolded? Yeah, okay. yeah um the one to basically the wanted to the chemo that they wanted to give me wasn't even for my cancer. Um I'd already I'd had every single one for my cancer. And my doctor before had been concerned about how much chemo I'd had anyway. And I you know, I did say this to the other doctors um and I, I said you know, can my body stand it all the treatment I've had, will it be able to take more and basically it was my only option, that's how they put it it was my only option, they couldn't guarantee anything um, they couldn't guarantee that it was even going to do anything you know, they were basically saying this is us, you know we're, we're trying anything to try and save you basically um,
0: they were just experimenting, hoping, hoping that it yeah. could save you, yes Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Gail, how... how... Also,
1: I knew by that point, I'd done my research, and at that point, I thought, they're just going to carry on giving me chemo until I die. You know, (laughs) it's the way it works. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll just carry on pumping you full of it.
0: How were you feeling physically at the time?
1: Exhausted. Exhausted and, um, you know, very poorly at that point.
2: How did you stumble upon cannabis oil?
1: Um, reading up on the internet, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I read a lot of stories, and I did. I, I did a lot of researching that were, as the time were going on, I spent more and more time researching, uh, and then you know, asking about or asking people, you know, has anybody heard anything? Does anybody know anyone what can get it? You know, um, it was starting to get a race against time. But, you know, I'll come good, so.
0: When you decided to forego chemo and do cannabis oil, what sort of reaction did you get from others?
1: To be honest, I tried keeping it to myself. Mm. Um, that would, you know, I didn't tell people. So I'd, I was hoping that I'd be able to do it. You know, and no one would know about it. Um, obviously, it didn't work out like that, and I did have to tell people. There's still a lot of people that don't actually know. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. my boss. Um, it, it's just, it's the whole, you know, it's illegal. People think it's, you know, drugs are drug. It's, it's illegal for a reason. Yeah,
2: that, um, yeah, there's all the stigma around it still, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: yeah, there is. Um and at the end of day, you know, I, I had no other choice. I mean, I'm so glad now, but you know, I had no, I had no choice. If anybody else were in my position, I'm sure they have done it.
0: But well, I, mean, I think you did the right thing because we've heard. Uh, mm. Secured it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, not telling friends. Uh, yeah. And I think yeah. friends and family can really dissuade you from what you feel in your yeah. heart and mm-hmm. your gut is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, did you feel in your heart of hearts that this was going to help you, or were, were you just so bloody desperate you you had to try something?
1: Um, a bit of a bit of both, I guess. But there were just there was some. Uh, I, I don't know. They say a gut feeling. um You know, even when I was researching, I just knew there was something out there. I I knew there was something. um, I kind of figured it looking like chemo wasn't going to kill me, but I I knew there was something out there. And then when I was reading up on it, I thought, all these people can't be wrong. There's got to be something in it. And I just, a a kind of excitement, you know, I just, I mean, it's a plant. You know, it's... um, so yeah, I, there was so telling me, there was just so telling me that it could do me good, yeah. it, could, it could work. I
2: remember when I went through this, uh, there weren't a lot of Facebook groups back in the day, and I was completely on my own with this, but I remember thinking to myself that if anything was gonna save me, this was gonna be it. But I fluctuated yeah. between that and looking at this tube of black shit and thinking, this is gonna save my life you know? <laughs> <laughs> And here we are. Here we are five years later when they said I had two to four months, you know. Um yeah. and I've seen I've seen this work miracles over and over and over again since. But it's definitely a leap of faith, but when you're Desperate, and obviously the chemo was killing you, um, and you yeah. had kids too. You do what you have to do. Yeah. Was it, was it hard for you to find? Because, you know, the UK is full of scammers. I mean, certainly we have them in the States and in Canada, but not to the extent that the UK does. Was it difficult to source out, um, oil that was good oil?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was difficult, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to, you, you really have got to do your research, um, and you've got to be careful, like you said, because there are a lot of scammers out there.
2: Yeah, we're um, certainly, we're certainly not asking you to disclose names or anything like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's very hard, yeah, and, and it's but not it, it's not like there's just someone, you know, on the, on the street, yeah, I can get you it, and it doesn't happen like that.
2: No, um, no, and you don't want to be buying it off the street, that's for sure.
1: No, no, Yeah. But um, it is hard. It's not. It's not easy to get. So you get the
2: oil and you start taking it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When do you? Yep. When do you? What's the first thing you notice?
1: Um, uh, you know, I, the the. I, I think it was the second time I'd, I'd had it under my tongue, and I, I realized I'm not going to be able to hide this from people. <laughs> That's right. for sure. Um, <laughs> So it's obviously it's getting used to it, and obviously I have two children. Um, and so my oldest daughter, you know, I, I more or less I had to tell her straight away. You know, she was 15 at the time, mm. so I had to tell her straight away so that you know she were aware. Obviously, she only had to look at me to know. So yeah, it, it was uh, getting used to the high. Obviously, I had a lot of suppository as well, which was fantastic because I didn't get the eye. When you're not used to it, you know, being able to build up that way was good. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the tiredness, just being, just being tired. I, d- I just felt like I was tired a lot. I was sleeping a lot. Um, obviously, it's when your body recovers, isn't it? When yes. When things happen, when you're sleeping, so it is essential. Um, but, yeah, I can remember... You know, feeling great when I'd woke up. You know, I did feel I, I did feel a lot better. Yeah, you know, I'd sleep for a long time, but and it took me a long time to wake up. But once I come round, I did feel loads better than what I had certainly. You know, while I've been having the chemo, and I think my body had had so much chemo that I, I'd felt so bad. It, it was fantastic just to you know feel good again, yeah. feel nice again. How much oil were you taking a day? Um, I had to. I had to build up. At first, I was taking it while I, I started taking it. While I was on my, my last lot of chemo, I was so poorly that they were taking me into hospital. You know, infections constantly. Mm. So I won't get. I couldn't take it into the hospital with me. You know, so it was starting it and then having to – been in hospital, coming out, having to start it again um, until I turned around and I said, that's it, no more chemo, I'm having no more. And I, I got my head down then and, you know, I built up gradually, you know, from a little amount, the ice cream amount and just kept going as as I felt my body could, really. So um, you, you
2: were doing both suppositories and orally or would you yep. do it, say, orally yep. at night and suppositories in the day
1: or – uh, I, I were having it. Um, I were having it under my tongue um, before I went to sleep. But as a palliative, I were having it two, three times a day. Okay. Yeah,
2: that's um, generally what yeah. they tell my my young mums. Yeah, got kids and stuff. You
0: know. Yeah. To do it that it, way.
2: Yeah. You were high. T- yeah. Just to clarify to people, you were taking high THC oil. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: Gail, I want to ask you, when you were taking the oil, you, you slept a lot, which your body needs to repair and recover. And I'm sure yeah. there was a lot of anxiety within your system because of the chemo that you'd taken and the fact that yeah. uh, the doctors didn't give you much of a chance to live. So no. you, you needed that time to recover. When did you start noticing uh, some other health benefits?
1: You know, it it was pretty much after, say, you know, a couple of months, I started, I I, I just felt a lot better. I felt a lot, um, it, it's hard to explain. I knew, I could tell by how I felt, I knew there was something going off and I knew that. So you uh, felt
2: like it was turning around?
1: Yeah. 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 And the hospitals, you know, were running at me at that point because I basically said to them, I need, I need time out. My body needs time to repair. I don't believe that I'm strong enough to take him so I need time out. You know, I'll think about the chemo that you're offering me at a later date. That was just my way of trying to keep him there, you know, if I needed him. Yes, yeah. And so basically, um, they were on at me all the time. And I said, uh, you know, after so many, four months, I says, if you give me a scan, I says, then... I will, you know, I'll wait for the results at scan and then I will have the chemo. But they don't like giving you the scans unless they're like six months apart of the and it would be for the six month. But they did say the would. So I were excited, but I expected the res when I got the results I expected um I expected it to be the same. which is you know, it's good because after all the chemo that I'd had it was getting worse and worse and worse it comes back more aggressive the more chemo they give you it um so after all after all that time it should have got worse a lot worse so i thought if it's the same which i felt like i mean i did feel better um but i, I dare not get my hopes up to why so i thought if it stays the same as what it was then you know that's all good yes. um and it's got to be doing something so when i got the results and they said it were all gone there's just no words to explain. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, 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 so know that I feeling. Can't believe it. I so know that feeling. It was
2: just, yeah. So what's going through your I mind?
1: The doctor didn't know what to tell me, you know. As well, it was kind of like it's, you know. <laughs> what, what was your was, reaction
2: like? What's good? Are you like thinking
1: you've misheard wrong or? or? No, I, you know, I, I just there was just a big grin on me on yeah. my face, um, and. Uh, um, I guess I was kind of, in a way, trying to act surprised. You know, I knew exactly what had done it. (laughs) Um,
0: So, I guess the the doctors must have felt that it was the chemo finally working.
1: Um, Well, no. Um, You know, I think, I mean, I had said um, at some point, uh, you know, before, I had asked my doctor his views on the a cannabis oil, and he said there were no evidences to support it, but that's all. I, I, I only said what are your views on it. Um, I did tell him a lot of you know supplements that I were taking, um, because they do ask what you're taking, so um, I did tell him what supplements I started taking, and he just said that basically I was wasting my money, you know, so he knew it, you know, it, it did know. What what had gone off, um, and it did actually say to me, "You know, whatever you're doing, cave on doing it," without saying anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. You, so, you, you, it's interesting the re- reactions. Yeah. sorry, it's interesting the reactions you get from the medical community. Some are accepting, some are not accepting, and some are yeah. very very old school and say that uh, cannabis. There's no evidence that it works. And others will even say that there's no evidence that nutrition works. And uh, yeah. it's like taking vitamin C. They All they say is you're just, uh, you're peeing it out. Well, that's fine. Yeah. You may be peeing out some, but uh, you need vitamin C. What other nutritional changes have you made in your life as a result of this? Um,
1: change into organic. Okay climb in me, uh, I make sure I alkaline my body. I'm always, you know, testing it on the strips. Um, so it's having lemon juice squeezed in water, bicarbonate cabinet soda squeezed in water, um, a lot of smoothies, getting on my nutrition, and it's always organic. I've changed a lot of things. Um, you know, the more I've done my research, the more I realised. you know, spray deodorant. I used to use spray deodorant. And I was horrified to find that that in itself can cause cancers. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a, been a, a real learning curve for me. It's a, interesting uh,
0: you a, mentioned a spray, spray deodorants because you had a lump under the arm.
1: Under the arm, yeah. Mm. And when I'd read up, that could have possibly been caused. You know, the colonel, obviously you can't pinpoint it, but apparently a lot of breast cancers and, you know, when it comes to around that area, can be because it's a chemical that's in spade iogents and yet they sell it in supermarkets it's unbelievable
0: so how do you feel now compared to uh when you were diagnosed with your lymphoma
1: oh i feel absolutely fantastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely um yeah are you taking a maintenance
2: dose of cannabis oil um
1: yeah, I do. Good, yeah, do. Good, good, good. Yeah.
2: That's so important to
1: do. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just uh, How much not is worth you? And I've, I've changed. Um, I, I'd say a rice grain amount. Um, say say once once a week or once every two weeks. Just a rice grain amount. That's all. So it's only a little amount. Um, uh,
2: you know, um, I'd encourage you to be doing it every day just to keep that cannabinoid yeah. level. Up in your system, absolutely yeah. we've seen um or I have seen in the past some really major wins with cancer and uh cannabis oil, and when they've stopped, it's come back with a vengeance
1: yeah uh, yeah, I have heard that uh, I have heard stories myself um but yeah i'll I'll start taking it a little bit more often then, but I, I mean, I've changed a lot of you know uh, foods that I have um I still take all my supplements that I were taking. I'm still trying to, because it's important to detox your body. You know, all that chemo that I've had, yes, it's getting it all out. It can stay there for a long time, can't it? Doing damage.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you ever done a liver cleanse?
1: Um. No, I haven't done a liver cleanse. Okay. I. I have. Um. Is it milk? Milk thistle, Is it milk sizzle? Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's Oh, that's for your liver, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um,
0: yeah, it's for your yeah. liver. Yeah. If you do a liver cleanse, uh, stuff will come out of your body that you had no idea was in there. Uh, but yeah. make sure that uh, you have access to the bathroom when you do it though. Cause, right. um, yeah, you, uh, yeah. The, the one that I've done is you take, um, you don't eat – you just eat uh, fruit during the day, and then you stop eating after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then at 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock at night, you put uh, a tablespoon of Epsom salts in water, mix it up, drink it yeah. down. It's not great. And then you do the same thing in the morning at 6 and 8, and you stay close to a washroom, and uh, it's fantastic. You'll, you'll, yeah. f- you'll feel yeah, really, really good.
1: Yeah, I do – I do put Epsom salts in the bath, and I do do coffee enemas, you know, every mm. so often. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really interesting, you know, as as I've gone into it, um, finding out what does what. You know, I'd never even heard of all these things. Uh, they are so important, aren't they?
0: No, yeah. Absolutely, Yeah, yes. absolutely. Now, how does your 15-year-old daughter at the time, how does she feel about you using cannabis?
1: She was horrified at the time when she found out. Oh. Um, I didn't think that it'd work. Um, obviously now it has. <laughs> she's just amazed. Uh, she, you know, she really is. Obviously, it's a difficult age, isn't it? That age. Um, you've got to be careful what you know how you put things and what's going on in the edit. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's handled it fairly well.
0: Is she supportive, mm. or just...
1: Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she is now, at, at first, uh, you know, uh, and the thing was, as well, I hadn't actually been honest with her, um, I hadn't told her that they said 12 to 18 months, because I couldn't bear to say it to her. Yeah, yeah of course uh,
0: not. What about, uh, sorry, Corey, go ahead.
1: I was
2: just going to ask you, did you tell her after the fact
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, I told her, yeah. Yeah, 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 she knows now.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a great Uh, story, though. Have you told other family members what you've... Yeah,
1: uh, everyone knows now. Yeah, I mean, everyone knew, yeah. After a couple of months, everybody knew I was doing it, so it was just at first, and then I guess... You you just tell, obviously, I told my mum, and it just kind of filters round. Your mum will tell your auntie, and, you know, it gets round. um, So, yeah, everybody knows the full story now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Uh, phone phone
2: lines were burning up, eh? (laughs) Yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah. they could probably tell. It's awful
1: that you should be meant to feel like that, you know.
0: Oh, I know, I know. It's, it's, It's just horrible. Well, they could tell because they were saying, my God, that Gail's undergone some massive chemo and she's, it's like she's higher than a kite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Gail, is there anything you'd like to say in conclusion?
1: Um, I, I think for anybody that's, you know, going through cancer or anything else, do your research. It's the best thing you can do. It really is. Don't listen, you know. If, if someone tells you something, do your research on what someone said constantly. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd read things and I'd, you know, even when it comes down to little things like supplements and I'd, I'd research into them, find out exactly what they're doing, find out exactly, you know, ex- exactly how cancer works. Um and, and keep positive.
0: Well said, and it's great that you're uh, healthy and you're cancer-free. Gail, I have one last question for you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do we have an accent to you?
1: Uh, do we have so- what's
0: so that? No, when we when you hear us speak.
1: do Yeah. We, do you have an accent? Do yeah. We,
0: <laughs> do we?
1: Of course, we do. <laughs> <Ian. I know>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Ian's been smoking some of that stuff <laughs> just, just saying <laughs>
0: no it's great to talk to you Gail wonderful story
2: yes Gail wonderful story and thank you so much for uh, doing this and doing this What in what is late for you much appreciated and stay on the maintenance well, dose yes please stay yeah. on the maintenance yes. dose yep definitely thank you
0: you're so welcome thank you and that's another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. If you'd like to tell your story about the medical use of cannabis, then send us an email at info at and include in that email just a little background on your issue. And, of course, we'll contact you and uh, we'll set up an interview. That's info at Thanks for listening, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, we appreciate your listenership and your support. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.